The following podcast is a Green Fresh Media production. I was Apple Music like fanatic before this, and I always looked at Spotify. I was like, mm, not for me. But that's because I didn't have premium. And of course, it's not fun if you have ads all the time. It's really about the who and not the what. Like I truly feel that it is the people, the relationships that enrich your day-to-day life. I hope that for anyone who does have long-term goals and feels like, oh, I'll just wait until like another year. I'll wait till this time in my life to do it. Like just start it now. I just want to be like every door, I'm opening it. And if it doesn't work out, it's fine. But I'm also not going to sacrifice the quality of my life and my personal self-care. Hello. Hi. Hey guys, it's your host, Assam. And Emma. Here with another episode of Before, Before We, we Make, Make It. Whoop. Whoop. So excited. So excited. Guess what is in two days? New year 2022. That is so like mind-blowing to me. And you're going to be there for – I'm sure that you're going to be in Times Square for New Year's and it's going to be so exciting. Oh my gosh, no. I cannot be in Times Square for New Year's. Wait, One, really? it is a very touristy thing. Two, it's going to get so insanely packed. Three, I'm going to a rooftop bar. That is my plan. We're going to see the fireworks and the ball drop from a rooftop. And mind you, these bars sell out so fast. So had to get a qu- ticket really early. But that is where I'm going to be. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, at least you could watch the ball drop because I would hate for you for like your first New Year's there to not see it. Yeah. No, but Times Square is insane. People literally like stand there for hours and hours and hours. It's just not worth it. But I will say it's a great thing if you are a tourist and you're in for just that period of time. (laughs) You heard it from her herself. Okay. Well, amazing. (laughs) I'm excited. It's – Almost 2022. There's a lot to talk about in this episode. We have our truly obsessed of the year. We have reflections. We have resolutions. We have tips. Practical tips. So lots of good stuff. Get ready for a jam-packed episode. But why don't we just start off with our truly obsessed of the year? We have a few things that we just kind of want to go over to sort of, I mean, reflect on the year that was 2021. We had a lot of favorites and these are our like top three which I'm sure was very hard to narrow down, honestly. So hard. 2021, it was honestly a transformative year for me regarding my skincare routine because obviously I was in Korea for kind of like the later half of the year for a month and a half. And I learned so much about beauty treatments and just how to take care of your skin. So I have to put this beauty brand in my favorites, which is CNP Laboratory. They have incredible serums, specifically their Propolis Energy Ampule that I'm using right now. It's so enriching. It is literally like food for your skin. And it's so important to use a serum, especially if you have dry skin, even if you have oily skin, because whenever we cleanse our face, it does strip us a lot of our natural oils. So obsessed with skincare, 2021 was a rejuvenation year for my skin, and I want it to become even better, healthier into the new year. Yeah, that is honestly a great one. I feel like, I swear, it was a remnant of our COVID or quarantine, like quarantine one, because everyone started getting into skincare and ice rollers and all these random little gadgets and gizmos that you could buy on the internet. Self-care. Yeah, self-care. So I love that for you so much. Okay, for me, I wanted to say skincare, but honestly, I couldn't think of enough products. So I'm going with Spotify because I, yeah, so I was Apple Music like fanatic before this. And I always looked at Spotify. I was like, "Mm, not for me. 
but that's because I didn't have premium. And of course, it's not fun if you have ads all the time. So I went ahead and bought premium and I made a ton of amazing playlists. If I do say so myself, I loved it. It became an activity and it is seriously the best way to discover new music. And I feel like both of us, like music just changes our mood so instantly. So it's just a really large source of joy for me, just being able to find new music and make a ton of very specific playlists. And I'm about to cancel my Apple Music subscription because I still have it. <laughs> but You haven't yet? Yeah, but it's because I had the student discount. And so now I'm going to like shift all the songs over <laughs> using um this this site called song shift and that way nice. i don't lose any of my previous playlists so just spotify yeah. it's amazing i'm also a convert i definitely think spotify is the way to go they use ai to give you song recommendations and the playlists on there are just so much better it's such a better user interface like i love spotify and recently i bought a marshall speaker in white it is so beautiful and i'm so happy because i can now jam to music emma got me an echo dot for christmas which is so sweet it was time to upgrade so i <laughs> I'm over here like, well, where, right yeah, I'm like, where's the one that I got you? No, it's okay. That one was, that was your starter speaker. Like, you know, I, exactly. I understand eventually you have to move on. I went from iPhone to Echo Dot to Marshall. I'm very happy about it. <laughs> But my second favorite is my Canon EOS RP mirrorless camera. I'm obsessed with my camera. It is so much better than the Sony a6000 I had before. And in general, like if you want to create content, if you want to create videos, whatever, having a great camera is so essential. And I never understood how fun it is to create and modify presets in Lightroom. But I've been doing that recently. Etsy has such good inexpensive presets that you could modify to your own preferences. And my camera is just, it's my baby. I love it. Canon all the way never converting. It's so good. I'm definitely going to have to remember that when I buy my own because I feel like all of your pictures are so crystal clear, but I'm so happy for you. It's, I'm sure it like gives you more motivation to like get out there and do little photo shoots and stuff. So oh, yeah. yeah, I feel like that's always a really great Thank investment. You. Yes. Okay. So for me, my second one was reading. I know that you probably already mm. know this. Like we talked about it all the time and truly obsessed but I just really, really got into reading this summer after graduating because I just had time and it just felt like a luxury. I feel like during school, reading felt just like unnecessary. Like I had to, you know, do all these other things. I didn't have time to just sit and read. But this summer I read so many books. Anything by Emily Henry is incredible. Taylor Jenkins mm. Read is another favorite. Of course, I love Colleen Hoover, but I feel like Emily Henry and Taylor Jenkins Read just have a lot deeper takes on things. And I just love the vibe of their books. Like I I feel like I'm in this other world when I read their stuff. So yeah, I've talked about some of the books like Beach Read. Um, Malibu Rising was another great one. Daisy Jones and the Six. And there's another one by Emily Henry. Oh my gosh, I'm forgetting the name. Hold on, I have to look it up really quick. Let me see. Oh, and she's releasing another book, I think like in a few months, and it's called Book Lovers, and it's already gotten incredible reviews. Ooh. Oh, it's called People We People We Meet on Vacation. And that book, mm. oh my gosh, it just reminds me of my summer trip to Utah because I read it when I was out there and it's so good. If you love travel, if you love romance, if you love friends to lovers, please pick up this book because you will not be disappointed. It's so good. I love that. Uh, honestly, I really wish I would have made more time to read in 2021. I was really busy writing. I will say that, <laughs> but that's never an excuse because I really think reading is so important. And especially like, you know, if you want to romanticize your life more or just remember what feelings for certain things like 
a new love, a new life, a new adventure feels like. Reading is just the best. I love it. So cool. But let me just say that my 11-inch iPad Pro has been such a favorite of mine. I have absolutely loved it. I'm trying to be minimalistic and go digital on everything. I don't want to use paper anymore. I don't want to use paper books. Um, That's why I love my white Kindle. But my iPad Pro has served as such a wonderful multi-purpose tool. I use it to journal. I use it to read. I use it to, you know, watch YouTube videos as a little TV I also use it for Procreate when I'm creating like YouTube thumbnails, whatever. So I just love it. I think tech is honestly the future and I love finding little gadgets here and there that just enhance, you know, the efficiency of my life and productivity in a way. So I love it. Highly, highly agree. I feel like especially with the iPad, oh my gosh, it's just the nicest thing. I mean, it's not necessary, but when you have it in addition to like a laptop, it's incredible because you could do like little notes you can obviously use it to like draw stuff so oh amazing okay my last one has been appreciating little moments and reflecting a lot so I just try to take advantage of any sort of moments of peace that I had and also like embedding happy moments into my busy week So even if it was something as simple as a coffee while I had to do a lot of work, like I would try to just be more mindful of enjoying those things. And honestly, it made my life feel overall more fulfilling this past year. And I think that that's just like a general life practice to follow. Like just being more mindful. I I have an Instagram account called the small joy, J-O-I-E. It's joy in French. And I haven't used it in a hot second, but I'm going to start using it again because That's where I recorded like all of my little happy moments in life. I've been making a few TikToks here and there of just just like daily routines that somehow add up to this happy little video with a nice song. So So that's been that's just been fun for me. Enjoying a trip to the grocery store, saying yes more, absorbing the atmosphere that you're in, just making sure you take time to like appreciate those things because I really truly believe that you don't need a Sunday night or like a whole day to like catch up on all that I think that there is a way to embed it throughout your life and busy times so yeah that was my biggest thing of this year and I'm truly obsessed with it I probably will always be that is so amazing yeah I've seen Emma's TikToks recently so cute I think you have taught me a lot more about how to enjoy the mundane and I feel like Even the little coffee breaks that we took in the middle of studying or not really studying (laughs) was so fun. And I really have put that more into practice as well. But, you know, this is a great segue into our year reflection because there were so many highs and lows post-pandemic. And honestly, like it was still very much in the middle of a pandemic year for us. And I feel like we were finally getting a little bit of freedom, a little bit of differentiation from the restraint that we experienced, being locked up in our homes in a sense. And we kind of indulged a little bit too much. And then we had to go back inside and it was like push and pull. But I really think this year had so much learning and growing. I don't know. What was the most impactful thing that you experienced? I honestly think just this summer, I mean, we've talked about post-grad before, but looking back now that it's already the end of the year, I feel like it was just a huge year of growth and change. Like you said, so much change. And I don't think we've experienced that before to this extent. So it was a lot of just listening to what other people's experiences were and sort of just reflecting on how I truly felt in those moments like post-grad coming to terms with the fact that like we're never going to be college students again and now that it's the end of the year I just got a job and I feel 
a lot more stable and a lot more at peace and just excited for what the next year is going to bring. So yeah, I mean, and other than that, I feel like it was a year of just breaking down personal issues with pride that I used to have and that I'm working on, you know, being better at, but just like having too much pride to like say sorry for certain things or have difficult conversations, um, you know, caring less about what other people think in a respectful way, you know, more so like, I'm just going to do me like you do you, um, honing in on things that bring me joy, like I talked about before. And also just like no longer accepting less than what I deserve from other people, which I think we should all focus on doing, honestly. And it's very difficult sometimes. But those are just a few of the things that I think really encompass the past year. I love that so much. For me, it was such a period of roller coaster highs and very just like awkward lows. It was just really weird because we had a wonderful last semester of our senior year. But then I moved out of my college apartment on May 7th and decided that I wasn't going to be in the same place for more than two weeks. And that was basically the second half of my year. I traveled to South America, Korea. I was traveling all over the US from San Francisco to Austin to my hometown, McAllen. And then I eventually ended up here in New York. And I'm so excited to go into the new year with some consistency in my life and stability. But what 2021 taught me was one, it's really about the who and not the what. Like I truly, feel that it is the people, the relationships that enrich your day-to-day life. Because here I was trying to do all the happy things, all the little things, whether that was journaling or going to cute coffee shops, going to new restaurants, sightseeing, being a tourist, etc. Like all of that is fun. And even though like you're on vacation, you don't necessarily enjoy it as much if you don't work hard for it. If you don't, you know, indulge every now and then instead of all the time, if you don't take a moment to appreciate like the people in front of you and, you know, just be grateful for things. Because I think when you're overloaded with a lot of stimulation in your environment, then it almost becomes overwhelming. And I felt that a little bit this year. I felt slightly overwhelmed. I felt really scared at times because of big goals that I set out to do for myself, like writing my first book. That was the scariest and most challenging thing I've ever done in my life. Mm -hmm. But you know, One main lesson that I learned is that every single type of pain is temporary and also every single type of joy is also temporary. For example, like I thought I would be happiest ever if I was always traveling, if I was always doing fun things and creating content, whatever, but that also gets old, you know, and you need like consistency, you need support and you need to be self-compassionate, seriously, Because I found myself, you know, overworking myself at some points. I really wanted to get everything and anything done. And although it was so fruitful, I also didn't take enough time for myself. So I think 2022 is going to be about stability in a sense, but in the most beautiful, like linear path, I guess. Very eloquently said, honestly. I feel, (laughs) yeah, that was, that was so good. I, I definitely can see even in just like thinking about our last New Year's resolution episode a year ago, like how much change has happened since then. I feel like both of us became stronger in different ways. And it's, it's so, it's so crazy to, to realize that. I mean, obviously we have a lot more to learn and grow. And again, like the whole theme of our podcast is before we make it with, you know, the side note of knowing that we never actually truly make it because we keep growing, we keep learning. 
but there's still so much that has totally transformed in the past year. And I'm glad I got to do it with you. It's been really cool. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Yeah, it's been so fun. It's been a roller coaster. (laughs) And every single one of you that has been here for 2021, which was our first complete year of Before We Make It, seriously, so grateful for y'all because we we started in October of last year and this year we got signed to a network and it's been such a ride. Amazing. Well, let's move into our resolutions. So why don't you go ahead and start us off with your first one? Mind over matter. I just want to be unbothered all the time, 24-7. It's something that's kind of obvious. Like obviously you don't want to be an overthinker and you don't want to let things dwell, but I'm taking it seriously this year. I think I've gotten so much better since I shed my people pleaser skin in like high school or college or whatever, but I really want to be the kind of person that is able to reason with themselves and be like, okay, this is rational. This is irrational. And let's get over that fear because I think fear is never that big of a deal until you decide to take on something very ambitious. And this year I took on a lot of very ambitious things and procrastination bit me in the butt so many times. And I'm just over it because it was all psychological. So I'm ready to just be mind over matter. I saw a TikTok today that was like, if you're an empath, you're most likely a people pleaser. If you're a people pleaser, you're most likely a perfectionist. If you're a perfectionist, you're most likely a procrastinator. And so it was so <laughs> like insane seeing how those tie together. Illuminati really, Yeah, relate to all of it. <laughs> I love that though. I think we should all work on that if you do have a problem with procrastination. Okay. For me, my first one is to be more thoughtful and generous. I've just experienced in my life, but like I guess I've realized it more so in the past year, just how good I have it and how thoughtful, you know, you are and like other friends and family Mm. are towards me and just generous, like just really good hosts and always willing to, you know, feed me and offer me things and just willing to help out and lend a hand whenever. And it's like, nobody has to do that. You know, like no one's obligated to go above and beyond for the people that they care about in their lives, but they do anyway. And I feel like sometimes I just forget to do that. So I am just going to focus on doing that more and, you know, work on it until it becomes just second nature, just because I just want to give more. I feel like I've been given a lot and I've been really blessed. And sometimes I feel like I don't deserve it because I don't give back nearly enough as much as I should. So yeah, that's going to be number one for me. (laughs) You do. You're a very giving person, but I do love the ambition to be even more of that because I think we could always be a little more selfless like all of us. Mine is similar. I want my presence to be more enriching to others. I just want my being, just like being there in front of a human being to be helpful, to be beneficial, to be something that they know like, wow, this person cares about me and this person's really in it. Because I think I was a lot more of that in college. I was very all about the affirmations and lifting other people up. And I still am. But sometimes I get caught in my own head and I think about what's next for me. And I'm very just like self-absorbed sometimes unintentionally when I'm in the presence of others. So I really want my presence to be something that is adding value and that I'm actually fully immersed in rather than, you know, just like half-assed in. Mm-hmm. That's a really good thing to aspire to, honestly, because I know it's never intentional. It's just like so many different things are going on in our minds all the time. And we just forget, like we just forget to pay attention to those things. This is why I love New Year's resolutions, because even though like you <laughs> don't need a new year to work on these things, like it just sort of opens your eyes and allows you the opportunity to reflect. 
So yeah. love this. And for gives us. you another chance. <laughs> yeah. It's like every day is a new blooming of your life. Every year is a new opportunity to become different and like totally different. Mm-hmm. Transformative. Okay. My second one is learn to be more confident in myself. I mean, goes without saying, like it's pretty self-explanatory, but yeah, I just I guess I'll explain it a little bit. I just want to be more confident, more (laughs) assured in myself and my talents and who I am. And that comes obviously with like getting to know yourself better because then you can be confident in that person. Um, But I do think that like all of these sort of tie together because I think that the more you do things that make you feel good and you make you feel like a good person and just confident in your personality rather than just your external appearance that like breeds overall confidence, if that makes sense. So that's what I just really, really, really want to focus on this next year. I love that. Uh, Going back to my word of the year, consistency, it sounds boring, but let me just say like throughout college, throughout this past year, I've always been kind of a little all over the place doing this, doing that, very sporadic. I have bursts of energy and inspiration that leads me to work at something really, really passionately. And then I'll move on to something else. And 2022 for me is all about consistency. And that really starts with a routine. And that is a morning routine, ladies and gentlemen. Like my friends, family, boyfriend, everyone makes fun of me because I always aspire to wake up super early, never do. I'm awful at it. I don't understand why this is like the pitfall of my life, honestly. Like I feel like if I could wake up at a consistent time every morning, and just get into the spin of things very like intentionally, you know, make my bed, clean a little bit, journal, meditate, like all of that. If I could do that, I really think there's nothing stopping me from accomplishing anything and everything. So that is my goal. Love that. Okay. My next one is to do more than expected of me, just because I feel like a lot of fruit and it sounds so like biblical but so much comes out of doing more than someone is asking you to do and going above and beyond so I just want to be the kind of person who like yeah you could do the bare minimum but when you go a little bit extra it just it speaks volumes so that's yeah that's another important one for me for sure I think it's mostly like regarding work but you can also apply it to like friendships and relationships and really about any area in your life so good I want to be financially smart, especially now that I'm an adult and I'm soon going to be making a sizable income and I need to use that wisely because New York is very shiny and attractive and it makes you want to spend all your money in all these unnecessary places. So I want to get into investing. My boyfriend is really into cryptocurrency and NFTs right now. I'm trying to get into that space as well. You know, invest in my first cryptocurrencies in 2021. And I just want to start building, you know, some foundation of financial health and wellness so that I can make sure that I'm being smart about saving for the future and for the things that I really want and not just want now. Very smart and mature of you. (laughs) Okay. All right. My fourth one is to jump into the beginning of my long-term goals. So again, like we said, like you don't need a new year to start on this kind of stuff. But I do think that just regarding time, like since I'm working for the holidays and I just started my new job and I'm getting adjusted, I do need a little, you know, time regardless, you know, the fact that it's about to be New Year's. So I am just going to make it a priority to just jump in instead of like putting it off and procrastinating and thinking about it. I just want to take action already. So I'm in the beginning of like planning a couple of projects. So yeah, 2022 is going to be the year where those goals at least start to take form. And I hope that for anyone who does have long-term goals and feels like, oh, I'll just wait until like another year. I'll wait till this time in my life to do it. Like just start it now. 
it's seriously like once you start it, it's the beginning of a, a new project, a new thing, a new chapter of your life. And I mean, how do you expect to ever actually accomplish the goal without starting it, you know? So let's stop putting our things off. Let's just do it. And yeah, sorry, that turned into a little speech right there. I totally agree with you. Honestly, maybe I should start my 6 a.m. morning routine like tomorrow and TikTok for the next 30 days. (laughs) Except that I have a friend visiting and that's always going to be chaotic. I'm also going to be traveling. That's going to be chaotic. But honestly, these are all excuses, right? I mean, what's really stopping me? I think that you have it in you. Like, guys, there were a couple weeks there where Dasam was waking up early. She was going to work out. She was doing little runs. Like, I don't know. Okay, I don't know exactly how long it lasted, but it's possible. Like, you can be that person, okay? But I think you need to start out at, like, a more reasonable time and then work your way to 6.30 eventually. Yeah, but that's boring. And that's the other thing that I want to solve in 2022 I'm kind of someone that is impatient. I love instant gratification. And that's why when I take on a project and I'm inspired by it, I'm go, 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 go. Like I do not stop. But that means that that project isn't curated over a very long qualitative period of time. It's more so like a short burst and I don't want to do that. I want to give myself every opportunity, but I also want to be a little bit more targeted on the trajectory of my growth and how I'm growing skill set wise, people wise, even like life wise. And my fifth and final resolution is that I want to give myself every opportunity without taking away from the quality of my life. So I think a lot of the times we close doors for ourselves. We don't do things because we think we can't. We don't reach out to people because we think they'll be disinterested. There are so many doors that we close. And it's really sad because honestly, like you're your best team member and your only team member. So if you don't have confidence in yourself, like Emma said before, but also like the action to open those doors, it's never going to happen. And personally, I just want to open every door I can. I never want to fall victim to fear. And I just want to be like every door I'm opening it. And if it doesn't work out, it's fine. But I'm also not going to sacrifice the quality of my life and my personal self-care, you know? Yeah, I definitely think that there's, I mean, balance is one of our favorite things to talk about all the time is just figuring out how to do it all. And I mean, it's going to be a work in progress, but I do think that when you are trying to accomplish these new goals and do all these things that require discomfort, honestly, at least in my opinion, I feel like it's a little bit easier when it's gradual. So like, instead Mm -hmm. of jumping into something that's, you know, immediately like cold water or cutting something out cold turkey, unless that works for you. I mean, everyone has different ways of doing it. But if it hasn't worked in the past, then that's why I think like a little bit more gradual change could work. But I definitely see that in your future for you, especially knowing that, you know, you have this big window where it's shining light into your room (laughs) at all times, except for Obviously, now when it gets dark super early, like I feel like that's going to be a major factor in in you becoming that girl. Thank you. What's your last one? Okay, so my last one is to make every Sunday a major planning day. So Sundays have always been that like productive day at the end of the weekend, like you get your life together. But I just want to make it like so much more hyper-focused than it already is because some Sundays – I'm just way too tired and burnt out to do anything and I just like sleep all day or, you know, watch Netflix or something, but I don't want to do that anymore. I want to make it Mm. a planning day that's like both relaxed, but also a day where I can clean my room, get my car washed, vacuum my car, get my life together, prep for the week ahead and just have that check-in day where I, of course, like, you know, do it at a slower pace, check in on my mental health. 
do something that makes me happy. But at the same time, organization and feeling clean and just all around like having that productive mindset makes me feel like Mm. a more relaxed person. So yeah, just like Sundays are going to be my get my life together days all day long. It's going to be really great. And I I'm so excited for that. Like I really want my year to just be full of awesome Sundays. That sounds amazing. I definitely think that I miss something I miss the most in this past half year is having an apartment to attend to and tidy up and all of that. I don't want to be too crazy about it because I know that sometimes cleaning is unnecessary if you do it too often. (laughs) But I definitely want to. I want to plan. But honestly, I want to do more than I plan. But I also want to plan because I want to be intentional. But it's a hard balance. It really is. And it's something I'm still trying to figure out. And hopefully 22 will provide more clarity. All right. Well, I feel like those were very, oh my gosh, like I definitely wish we could go more into detail with each of them. But Mm -hmm. very, very exciting to see what comes in 2022. Let's move into our last segment, which is going to be some practical tips. So we just have two each, just short and sweet. My first one is to write it down and put it where you can see it. I feel like this is just... Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I mean, it's like you have to write it down. If you don't want to write it in a notebook, put it in Notion, put it in your notes app. Just get it down somewhere so you're reminded of it because we won't remember like once life actually starts to speed up again after Christmas and New Year's. So be sure to write it down and then put it where you can see it, whether it's going to be in your room, on your mirror, on the screensaver of your phone, like make sure that it's visual because again, you just need that constant reminder of your goals, of the things that you set out to do this year. And I feel like that's always just so helpful as opposed to like keeping it in your soul and like kind of reminding yourself that way. I feel like we need to see it for ourselves. Yes. My first tip is express your gratitude whenever you feel it. Because honestly, guys, like there is so much to be grateful for. And I know 2021 was rough for a lot of people and it wasn't the easiest ride. But I think if you're going to enter the new year, you need to also have some closure with the past year. And that comes from expressing gratitude. That comes from, you know, healing some wounds, providing some forgiveness that's necessary and letting go of certain things so that you can enter into a new year fresh, cleaned internally, and just, you know, open-minded about all the good that's going to happen. So definitely attract good energy by letting go of the negative. Beautiful. Okay. My last one is that we can't see, sorry. My last one is to not view these resolutions as New Year's resolutions. Like obviously we're going to title this episode New Year's resolutions probably, but just see it as like a gradual life resolution, just something that you want to do to better yourself in general. And because I feel like immediately, like when we start things in the new year, they lose steam really fast. Like gym memberships go up more than any time of year in January because everyone's like on that new year high. But when you see it as just another day, like just, you know what, tomorrow I'm going to start doing this. The next day I'm going to start doing this. It becomes a lot more digestible and realistic as opposed to I'm going to like master all of these different things in one year. And it's fine because I'm off this high knowing that it's like 2022. So just see it as a gradual thing and something that you would have done regardless of the new year or not. Yes. Also, guys, journal and set goals, set written goals, set goals that you can look at and reaffirm every day. Emily Duong in one of our episodes said that she would write her goals as if they already happened and she would just continue to write them and rewrite them until they came true. And I think intentions are everything. So go into 2022 with intentions, not so goals 
but like intentions, you know, a desire to transform something over time rather than transform it immediately. Very well said. Okay. Well, that wraps up our episode for today. We will see you all in 2022. Be sure to follow us at Before We Make It on Instagram if you don't already and leave us a nice little firework comment on our most recent post. (laughs) So cute. And guys, listen, share, let everyone know that Before We Make It is coming back stronger and better than ever for 2022. So we are so excited for the new year and we really appreciate every one of you that has stuck around until now. Y'all are awesome. So grateful for y'all for listening for the past year. It has flown by and honestly, I won't expect anything different from 2022, but we're so grateful that we get to do this and excited to see what is to come. Bye guys. Bye.